Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au. Because we got the alternative energy right. free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hi, my name's Mara. This episode of the Radioactive Show was recorded and produced on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung people for 3CR Melbourne. Since the closure of AusAid in 2013, Australian aid has been increasingly directed towards national interests and private finance over developing countries' humanitarian and development needs for real aid. It's now closely integrated with Australian diplomatic, strategic and military priorities. Australia gives over $43 million in military aid to the Philippines. The Tumundok are the largest group of Indigenous peoples in Panay Island in the central part of the Philippines. On the 30th of December 2020, in a joint police and military operation, Tumundok Indigenous leaders were tortured and shot in their homes. Sixteen others were arrested. Some were over 70 years old. These Tumundok people were branded terrorists because they were opposed to the construction of the Hala Mega Dam. On today's show, we hear from May Kotsakis from the Philippines-Australia Solidarity Association and Berlin Guerrero from Bayan, Australia, about the impacts of Australian military aid to the Philippines. I am May Kotsakis, co-chairperson of uh, Philippines-Australia Solidarity Association, or PASA, it is a friendship uh, association of Filipinos and non-Filipinos here in Australia. I'm Berlin Guerrero. I am the chairman of Bagong Aliansang Makabayan, or Bayan, uh, its chapter in Australia. And uh, Bayan is a, an alliance of uh, various sectoral organizations coming from migrant workers, uh, students, academicians, uh, religious or church people, uh, also uh, artists and um, musicians or cultural workers. And it was established uh, a year ago. Bayan uh, represents the Filipino people and in support of the struggle in the home front. Thank you, Berlin. Now, now that you mentioned that, please give us a little bit of a description of that struggle on your home front. Uh, the the struggle in the Philippines is a, uh, a very historical one because uh, the the struggle aims to free uh, the Philippines from uh, neo colonial bondage, uh, which has historical roots in the Spanish. Uh, uh, colonization and American colonization periods. And we believe that um, we are still a an indirect colony of United States. And as a result of that, our country remains to be uh, backward agriculturally. And at the same time, uh, our economy is controlled by uh, US and uh, big multinational corporations. The basic problem in the Philippines is the problem of land, wherein um, 60% of farmers are poor and uh, they do not 
own the land that they till. So uh, this is the basic and fundamental problems in the Philippines. And the only solution to that is uh, for national industrialization and genuine agrarian reform that is um, that should happen uh, when all uh, all countries uh, or forces or uh, for for when foreign domination is um, taken out of uh, the Philippines the Philippines has some independence yes that's right that's right so um PASA was established in 2003 that is during Philippine President Arroyo's administration, and under Arroyo, the human rights violation in the Philippines has intensified. Corruption also was widespread. So PASA was established in order to support the struggles of the Filipinos, as mentioned by Berlin. Uh, also, a struggle of Australians against injustices and human rights violation. And... Um, Every, every president in the Philippines, there is no change. There is only sometimes a law, maybe uh, reduce the human rights violation and the um, corruption. But then another president comes like Duterte and all those intensifies. Mm. So the human rights violation now is so much so horrible and so frightening. Can you tell us a little bit more about the relationship between Australia and the Philippines and the impact Australia has on, on human rights over there? Australia has always supported the Philippine government. And the military cooperation between the two countries was formalized in May 2007 when the Status of Visiting Forces Agreement, or SOFA, was signed by the then Prime Minister of Australia, John Howard, and the Philippine President, Gloria Arroyo. Under this agreement, Australian military personnel are free to visit the Philippines. Joint military exercises were formalized and cooperation in many aspects of military activities, such as training of Philippine military by Australian counterpart, support in intelligence gathering, even supplying um, this, uh, uh, what, what do you call that? Um, supplying this uh, flyover without people and the drones yes, the drones yes yes oh, yeah. uh, they are being executed the agreement also include financial support of australia to the philippine government so berlin can say the result of this what is the effect of that in the philippine government we we have observed that um the role that Australia plays in the Philippines, particularly uh, the the military, is always in connection with uh, the programs uh, of uh, the United States military in the Philippines. So uh, even as the bases or major bases in the Philippines have been removed in 1991, the whole Philippines basically is a huge military base because every port, every airport, a seaport uh, can be used by uh, the joint exercises between uh, uh, America and the uh, Philippines, and which includes uh, a host of other country, uh, countries, including Australia. So Australia plays um, a secondary role in the so-called security uh, arrangement uh, in Southeast Asia. So Australia looks, uh, 
we call it a deputy sheriff uh, for Southeast Asia. So it is always in cooperation with um, the uh, with the United States uh, in so-called securing that area. Uh, and, and so uh, um, Australia provides uh, military aid, uh, including financial uh, aid, also advisory to Philippine uh, uh, military forces and um, in in um, in some operations we have learned that um, Australian forces participate in intelligence gathering in um, even direct uh, um, direct conflict by providing um, aerial reconnaissance uh, using drones um, and so we believe uh, Australia is very active, but on the other hand, it tries to pl- uh, play play down this um, participation mm. by saying that um, they are doing that on the guise of anti-terrorist um, counter-terrorism. Uh, um, but uh, terrorism in the Philippines is is not that. Um, that pronounced uh, it, it's small pockets only uh, particularly in mindanao and and that is even under the control of the philippine military but they are just using this to justify more uh, military support and uh, aid uh, to the philippines because australia claimed that they are supplying the support to stop terrorism and duterte the Turkish government called activists, human rights advocates as terrorists. That means that Australia is supporting the gober- Philippine government to against these people, against activists, against human rights workers, against lawyers, against all these you know, critics of the Philippine government. When, when we wrote to Australian government about the support that they are giving the Philippines, they said that they claim that this support, the financial aid, is geared in, you know, in helping the Philippines respect human rights. But what we are seeing, especially at present, is, is entirely the opposite. So we believe that with the support of Australia, the Philippine government and the military is, uh, it is promoting culture of impunity. It is increasing the capability of the Philippine military to continue with their current activities, which is killing, human rights violations, the attacks, you know. And there's been some recent events that have affected the Tumundok indigenous leaders. Could, May, perhaps could you explain a little bit about that? And the Tumundok, um, the Tumundok are indigenous people living in Panay Island. Panay Island is in the western part of the central Philippines or what we call the Visayan Islands. So it is it is an island consists of four uh, provinces. And uh, in, to, in uh, early as 2011, there was a plan to build this big uh, dam, you know, the Halaor River Dam. And the Halaor River is a very long river, 123 kilometers long, which cut across the Panay Island from the north to the south. It actually passes through two provinces, which is Capiz and Iloilo. 
This dam is called Mega Dam because of the cost that it is going to involve. 11, I think 11.2 billion pesos. And 8.96 billion pesos is going to be loaned from Korea. And this is going to affect a lot of the Tomando community, which is indigenous people. They are going to be affected directly by you know, their, their, uh, their uh, land going to be claimed. Some will going to be submerged. So they are going to be dislocated. Aside from they are going to lose their uh, way of living, their means of living, their, their livelihood, and their place to stay. Not only that, that, that dam is going also to affect nine or more than nine communities or cities in Iloilo province. So that's why there is a lot of opposition. But then uh, part of the Panay Island, about I think 133,000 hectares was already claimed by the Philippine military as a reserve. So the Panay Island is militarized, you know. But the Tumandok, of course, they continue to fight. That's why in December, that's why they are being harassed, uh, being, you know, um, attacks. And then in December 30, that, uh, that uh, massacre, which killed nine Tumanduk leaders and arrested 16 of them. So this is in the middle of the pandemic where this billionaire is suing the Pentagon for a military contract for what most people think is the place that you order books from. It's a very interesting case study in pulling out the different threads of militarism and how it can really be embedded in so many aspects of our lives that we don't even realize that when we order something from Amazon that we're putting workers' lives at risk and that we're supporting what is becoming becoming an increasingly important actor in the military-industrial complex. Exposing that to people, I think, is very important. People will care if they understand that this is how things are all interconnected and linked. It's surfacing that information, it's making that accessible, and making it relevant for people's lives. And I think that is another opportunity that COVID-19 really presents to us, is that we are all connected and these structures are all connected. We can see that much more clearly now than we could before. We need to keep radical voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 94198377. You're listening to The Radioactive Show broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We're speaking with May Kotsakis from the Philippines-Australia Solidarity Association, or PASA, and Berlin Guerrero from Bayon, Australia, about the impacts of Australian military aid to the Philippines. Australian so-called aid has been assisting the military in Philippines to carry out these human rights abuses. Yes, yes uh, we can say that, um, but uh, we have written, actually, the Morrison government uh, several times uh, requesting uh, the withdrawal of uh, military aid to the Philippines, but they continue to justify it by saying that 
Well, they are making sure that it is being used for advisory purposes. And uh, uh, in the counter-terrorist uh, operations in the Philippines. But um, even if they say that, uh, the human rights uh, situation is very worse. So, and once, once aid has been sent to the Philippines and being used by the Duterte administration, uh, the administration can use it for whatever purposes. The the incident that we're talking about, which is the Tumandok uh, incident, is a classic example of how um, uh, uh, government uh, so-called infrastructure projects, for example, um, are being uh, built or or done in all parts of the Philippines, um, and even these economic projects are actually. Uh, supported and um, military security is being provided by by the armed forces of the Philippines to secure projects like the Halaor Megadam project. Uh, this is similar to mining projects, for example, which um, proliferate. And um, one, one example is uh, the Oceana Gold uh, mining in uh, Nueva Ecija. And uh, which is partly owned by Australia, and uh, there has been uh, um, huge protest uh, against Oceana Gold. But um, uh, the Philippine government uh, continues to implement the project despite uh, um, no uh, certificate of environment uh, uh, compliance has been. Mm. Anyway, these documents can be secured by by mining co- companies uh, by simply you know uh making sure that philippine uh, officials or military receive some commissions or some sort of money from 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 the mining uh companies and um uh, in in these projects definitely uh multinational corporations like oceana gold would would uh, profit a lot from from this uh, so-called projects, but um, at the same time destructive to Philippine environment, um, and at the same time, uh, people who protest are subject to militarization and uh, even murder. Yeah, because all the support from the government, the military, the police is behind development. That's right. What would you suggest, um, either May or Berlin? What do you think would be a better way forward? What are you asking of the Philippines government and the Australian government? We we are saying to the Philippine government to stop uh, the killings, number one, uh, to respect human rights and international humanitarian law. Even the United Nations um, uh, Human Rights Council have uh, uh, made a report um which uh listed the various uh ways how human rights are being are being violated in the philippines um including uh from red tagging to uh economic uh aggression or um development aggression um but it seems uh, it's falling on deaf ears uh, the Philippine government is, you know, uh, blatantly uh, 
claiming that there are no human rights violations or if there are, they are isolated ones or um, uh, the human rights uh, information are coming from, you know, uh, communist organizations. That's why, it, you know, uh, the Philippine government negatively. But, and that is how the, the Duterte government is handling uh, its uh, abuses. Uh, it, it tries to cover up and even justify massacres by saying uh, the people they kill fought or, uh, you know, uh, fought back. That's why they were gunned down or, or, or massacred. As in the case of the Tumandok, yes. Thanks for that, Berlin. May, did you have anything to add on that? What Australia and the Philippines governments should be doing instead? So, yes, um, I would like to address this to the Australian government. So, first, Australian government should call the attention of the Philippine president on the human rights situation in the Philippines. Uh, Australia is very vocal about the Chinese human rights uh, situation in China, but we haven't heard Australian government calling the attention of the Philippine government when the human rights situation in the Philippines is even most, more horrible. Mm-hmm. Now, second, the Australian government should be critical of the financial aid and support that uh, it gives to foreign government and military. The United Nations Human Rights Council has very damning report on the Philippine government human rights activities. And the Philippine government also is not allowing independent investigators to enter the country and uh, investigate on this issue. If they have nothing to hide, why are why is the government not allowing independent investigators? Third is to stop the military aid and divert the fund to other areas where it will help the people and promote peace, justice, and sustainable government. The Australian government claims that their support promotes human rights, but we are witnessing the opposite. And after five years, I think, of Duterte's role and uh, more than 30,000 extrajudicially killed, I think the Australian government should know better, isn't it? The Australian government should actually look into that. But, yeah, Australia's got tunnel vision when it comes to extractivism and supporting development. It's outrageous. Is there anything that that our listeners can do to support your work? Uh, yes. Um, um, we we are very happy. We are glad that uh, there are um, Australians and uh, through organizations and uh, even individuals who are very keen in their support of the call to uh, protect human rights and support the Filipino people's struggle. Uh, they are very uh, active. Um, but we also want to expand or strengthen this support. So we call on uh, more organizations, more uh, individuals to, to join uh, solidarity actions for the Philippines. Um, we are also inviting not only activist organizations, but even academes, uh, church people and church institutions, and uh, other migrants in Australia. Because 
we are also uh, connecting and networking with uh, other migrant organizations so that we can expand uh, and strengthen uh, solidarity, not only for the Philippines, but also in, in uh, countries uh, experiencing a similar situation like uh, the Philippines. There are uh, several campaigns that we are, you know, doing, I think. Uh, and, uh, well, the most, uh, at the moment here in Australia, our, one of our major campaign is to stop Australian military aid to the Philippines. And we, we think that that is one major campaign that Australians can support. We are also calling for the resumption of the peace talks between the Philippine government and the National Democratic Front of the Philippines, because we believe that if this peace talk continue, it is going to address the root cause of the armed struggle. The next agenda that they were supposed to discuss when the Philippine government canceled the peace talk is CASER or the Comprehensive Agreement on Social and Economic Reforms. And it is going to be very vital, important to the Filipinos to actually go of progress, you know, their lives and livelihood. So we would like, yeah, just like what Berlin say, to, to seek more support, not only actions, and um, maybe they can, they can write letters, issue statements, write to the editors of newspapers, come and join us in our activities and protests, and even financial support. As we are planning, if we are allowed with this COVID, we are planning to actually go to Canberra and uh, protest in front of the parliament to stop the military aid. Fantastic, I'll come with you. Um, where can people find out more information? Bayan Australia has a Facebook page. It's uh, Bayan Australia. And you can uh, click uh, and like and even send messages. And um, we also have an email uh, that is uh, bayanaustralia at yahoo.com. And I can be uh, contacted uh, through our network. Pasa has also a Facebook uh, account. And uh, we are developing a um, the website of ILPS Australia because PASA and also Bayan are members of ILPS Australia. So they can access the Facebook. They can email PASA at ILPSAustralia.com. They can email me. They can call me on the phone or they can message me. Excellent. Yes. We'll put links on our website and Facebook page so people are able to connect with you to learn more about the horrible, horrible events that are happening in the Philippines, thanks to Australian so-called aid money. May Kotsakis and Berlin Guerrero, thank you so much for joining us on the Radioactive Show to explain the impacts of Australian aid in the Philippines and a bit of background about what's going on over there. Um, best of luck with your work. It's a big struggle to stop the aid going over there, causing so much horror. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mara, for this uh, chance to uh, share with you what's happening in the Philippines. Thank you. It's really important that people learn what Australian budgets do to other, other people. And thank you to the listeners of 3CR, you know, they're always, always progressive and a very informative radio station. Thank you. It's true. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Thanks so much to Makotsakis from PASA, the Philippines-Australia Solidarity Association, and to Berlin Guerrero from Bayern, Australia. The impacts of Australian military aid to the Philippines are a stark example of the problem stemming from the marriage of Australian aid and its diplomatic, strategic and military priorities. To support PASA, Bayern Australia and many others in their work and to oppose this appalling use of our aid budget, please contact Australian Foreign Minister Maurice Payne and demand that she condemn the Tumundok massacre. You can email her at foreign.minister at dfat.gov.au. You can contact PASA and Bayern Australia on Facebook. Thanks for listening to The Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program at 3cr.org.au slash radioactive. We'll post links relevant to today's show on our Facebook page and website. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us at radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. This radioactive show was produced on Boonarung land and is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. The music from today's show is Tumundok by Arts Beats. Si J1 Pare gaguna Paghinambal mo mabas Kog gago ako na Sa akon kapasidad Damo damo na muna Sang ako na tumaya Di maisip kumaya Kung bars lang ang storyahan Damo ko deposito Bars mo Basic pa lang sa ako na ipokrito Umako ka o hindi Sakun kaga ko digo Ako di ang kontrabida Tawag ako hipolito Paggambiyahe sa tumandok Langgin ako par Gagawin mo ko magets Ang hala ko ako par Tumandok na sa eksena Sa aton lugar Ako di ang rap game Ako di ang taglugar May humarang sa online Inchigida dominate Kaunsa kon mga lame Di nyo ko ma-imitate Sige inyo na ang fame Mga ga-hallucinate Mabudlay ako itame Muna damo nag-hate Gusto mo respeto ko Way ko niginalimos Pusa ko niginahatag Para klaro mga boss Tungkaron mo ko danay Bago mo ko malutos Halong lang basi sa dalong ko Ikaw pa malumos uh, Sunog, sunog Taugito bumbero Sunog, sunog, taugito bumbero. Sunog, sunog, taugito bumbero. Sunog, sunog, taugito bumbero. Ari ka sa akong clinic, ako ang inyong adok. Mga gusto ilugo ng akong style na kulonsok. Muni ang reseta ko sa mga hilig magkulok. Ako di ang boss, dapat-sapat mo matumandok. Pag ako na ang nagrap, tutok mo ang kamera. Mga haters ko wasak Choke, why na mabuga Amoko niya magrant Linya gabagabaga Sang pinatokar nila Balay nagdaba-daba Sigurado kit ko nga Damo ilay maalsa Lakat ko ya kwarta Inyo lakat ya marcha Ang ibang di kalagas Asta lang sa arangka
Nanodabi kaya salanggit sila premera Hindi mako si polis ko pero utok aris Letter M sa agtang ko Majinbu Francis Kinagata ko ni Puch muna nga may rapis Jaywan gali mga host tumantok sang kapis uh, Sunog, sunog, naugito bumbero Sunog, sunog, naugito bumbero Sunog, sunog Naugito bumbero, sunog, sunog, naugito bumbero. <laughs>